All right, Ludo, thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast, man. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Where are you? So, where are you uh, calling in from today? Uh, Bali, Indonesia. Indonesia. Yeah. Okay. I've got the headset because there's a lot of uh, wet tropic noises out there. <laughs> yeah. And I see that that's, that's mosquito netting behind you, is it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, a must have. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah, like start off with, uh, just tell folks a bit about, you know, who you are, uh, the work that you do and, and why you do it. Okay. Um, well, I'm really Godon, um, from France originally. I spent, uh, 12 years in Canada. Uh, that's where I met permaculture, uh, all my permaculture trainings and, uh, knowledge is coming from, um, my experience in Canada, a lot due to Verge and, and Rob, Rob Avis. Yeah. Uh, um, and what I do is um, I'm a uh, consultant in regenerative agriculture. At the moment, my biggest client is uh, Ecosia, the ecosia.org, a search engine that plants its tree, because there is a bunch. Um, <laughs> And um, yeah, I I, um, I try to help as much as I can in projects um, that's the basic of a consultant. It's pretty remote or people have zero training, there's no tools or, you know, situations that are fairly complicated. Um, you can't pop to the uh, hardware store and buy a piece of pipe or whatever. Um, and um, that's what makes it very interesting to me, troubleshooting all the, the problems. Um, yeah. And the traveling bits, definitely getting yeah. into different cultures and yeah. Yeah. So where are, the, where are the main places that you're working right now? At the moment, um, and it's somewhat on its way out now. Uh, I've been working for two years, uh, pretty much uh, one month in, one month out in um, in Burkina Faso, one of the the biggest uh, tree planting um, partner for Ecosia. This is West Africa. Wow. Um, dry land, very much yeah. dry land. Three months of rain. Um, yeah. On something that. It's fairly small for them, for this company. The, co the company is called uh, Ometer. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the project is fairly small. It's a pilot project that's 40 hectares. Um, and for them, I think this year they're doing like 12,000 uh, hectares of land regeneration. So, oh, wow. but on a, on a different scale, uh, on a different, yeah. sorry, not on a different scale, on a different uh, techniques. They have a a plow that makes a mini plows that makes half moons and then oh, yeah. after that in a partnership with um the villagers that they um they, they partner with they plant seeds and put fertility um usually goat manure in uh, half moons and so this is one technique that they have yeah and this pilot project is more towards how can we diversify the techniques on a smaller land, 40 yeah. hectares, yet thinking large scale, 
how do we you know apply this that needs to be applied on that piece of land mm -hmm. that's thinking on how we do it on uh, uh, on a much larger scale so very interesting because it is what everything that i said before complicated and and you know plus 40 degrees and super dusty and yeah uh the the village is very remote there is no running water i mean this is uh not for everybody definitely <laughs> um but um but the solutions that we could find there could be applied on a very very large scale so yeah very very interesting to me that's crazy so how how long have you been working with uh Ecosia? Uh, since uh, I got in contact with them at the end of 2018, and I think the first projects in Burkina, uh, um, originally had to, um, the plan was to go in um, Tanzania, but it didn't go through. And so I ended up going to Burkina, and that was just at the beginning of 2019. Okay. So you've been there kind of th about going on three years then. Yeah. Yeah. Two rainy season. That's what makes the two, big difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, that's, that's wild, man. So, how did you, how did you, you know, start doing this stuff? Like, I know you, you mentioned that you, 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 you were raised in or grew up in France, right? And then yeah. you came, came to Canada. Um, what was it that kind of, you know, when did you get the permaculture bug? <laughs> yeah. Um, when did I get infected? Um, <laughs> uh, I I was uh, doing renovations in France, and that's also I think one. Uh, no, sorry, in in Canada, that's also one of the things that I I think helps me with the the way I, I do work right now is being able to manage jobs and yeah. having a lot of different people working and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, and at the same time, I was doing very intensively uh, rock climbing. And um, I hurt myself once with the tendonitis, Not, nothing bad, but my body saying, okay, you need to stop that. Yeah. Um, I didn't listen. I kept on going. I hurt myself so bad that I couldn't lift my tools or anything for, uh -huh. for a year. I couldn't work. Wow. And so I started to spin my wheels and I thought, okay, you know what? Uh, if I need to change my way of uh, earning money, I'm going to do something that I absolutely don't know about, but that I'm very attracted to. Um, I'm going to do uh, spin farming. And um, um, yeah, I was in Colona, so that was easy. The spin farming was booming there. Yeah. Curtis and, and other, other folks. Yeah. So I started very, very much, very much from nothing. Um, and as I was learning and trying to find solutions and you know how this could be going better i ran into permaculture one day uh rob uh was doing a, a little speech about his um introduction to permaculture yeah. uh coming up he that was i think the friday night and then saturday sunday was the the uh the introduction to permaculture and yeah. so I went to this talk and I was like, okay, I came home and I was like, okay, this weekend I'm going because this is, you know, this is, it seems really good. Yeah. And I did this intro and it was just, okay, boom, this, this is, <laughs> this is making everything that I'm interested in. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta do that. So when, when was that? Like what year was that introduction course you took? Uh, it was in 2000 and I, ah, it was, it's going to come back. Uh, 
nine. No, I sorry. It's <laughs> it will come back. No worries, because yeah, you said you, you, yeah. you started with the Cozia in two thousand nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in two thousand and twelve, I believe. Oh wow, yeah, that was that was the same year I I took my course as well. It was two thousand twelve. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I uh, I took a um, I made some notes because the dates I never remember. Yeah, I'm I'm bad for that too. Two thousand and yeah, intro two thousand and eleven. Okay. Right there. Yeah. And then two thousand and twelve was my first PDC with uh, Verge. Wow. And that was that was uh, life changing. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> I know that the I so I took my first course in 2012, but it, it wasn't from Rob Michelle at, at Verge. It was it was another course, and um, and like it was good, but like like it it wasn't anything close to what they put on, and so I kind of I was I struggled for a couple of years to to kind of navigate my way through it, and I think it was 2015 maybe or, or 16 that I I finally took a course uh, with them. And I was actually, I was co-teaching part of it, oh, yeah. but it was, yeah, it was incredible. The, and um, yeah, for me, uh, his style is, I mean, every teacher has a different style, but yeah. um, I, it really resonated with me. It was, it was a lot of, a lot of information and I didn't need to do a lot of practical at the time because yeah. that's what I was doing for work, renovations yeah. and working in the fields. And I didn't need any of that. I just need a ton of info and yeah i got a ton of info the and theory, yeah translate this into um into something very very um specific to me as i as i was going through what permaculture is and all this um i think um, um i yeah right after the the pdc i took some courses like biology um you know like uh, intensive mm -hmm weekends stuff like this composting things like that mm -hmm. uh, because i was just so into it but not really you know like for for the the farming that i was or the urban farming that i was doing but not much more than that yeah and then one year uh as always you know uh a canadian winter being a bit too cold for me i was looking for somewhere <laughs> to go but then i was already into the permaculture world so i thought okay you know i'm gonna try to go onto a farm in you know Central America somewhere, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. to work, to learn with my family. It's going to be fun. And I couldn't find any projects that were interested, interesting to me. And so I went on to, um, because I wanted to, I wanted that to, to be tropical. So yeah. uh, another option for me was to connect with French folks and see what was happening in the French islands, the Caribbeans and whatever. Oh, yeah. And completely unexpected, I found these guys that were saying, come and help us uh, build the first training center uh, uh, in permaculture in Burkina Faso. I was like, oh, wow. Burkina Faso, where is that? <laughs> okay, I looked in the map. It's like, okay, I know nothing about it. I'm going. That's crazy. That was my very much, I, I understood many things over there. And one thing that was very, very clear for me is that the type of permaculture I want to do is not urban. It's not, um, it wasn't like yeah, at the time, not in Canada, um, but it was, and it is still very, very uh, clearly um, a type of work. 
yeah. you know, in, in degraded land, or if it's not degraded, in, in places where um, people don't really have the choice. Um, they need to produce on their land. So how do we maximize this? How do we use yeah. this as a, you know, creating more diversity? How do we use this land to create more habitats, yeah. more life? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's wild, man. Talk about jumping in with both feet. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is this is what I do. Yeah, I I right now I my next job is uh, in Burundi. Yeah, and um, honestly, I had to look at. I know Burundi is in Africa, but where is? is yeah, is I it I couldn't Africa? I couldn't find it on a map, but <laughs> it's super small. Yeah, and so I had to look into it, and that's where I find out that they have they made alcohol out of bananas, which is cool. There you um, go. Try to see yeah. if I can try <laughs> some, but yeah, um, like I was saying right at the beginning, the um, the traveling uh, traveling bit um, is an important part. Um, I use permaculture to do whatever I can to fix this planet. Yeah, and travel. Yeah, yeah, and so you said you have a family as well. Yeah, my wife and my uh, nine-year-old son uh, oh, are living in Bali. And so they, 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 do they, do they come to all the projects with you? No, 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 okay. no. It's, I mean, in Burkina Faso, it's just. Yeah. Um, I never really can show images. I've got some movies on, um, on, I think maybe my YouTube channel or or Instagram that yeah. shows some very bad conditions on the field, but yeah. it's it's. Over there, the only time I, um, I mean, I, I wear my mask all the time because it's so dusty. It's just, and it's super hot. There is no water. It's not really a place I would want to bring my family. Yeah. It's a place where I go to, I, I often uh, refer to, uh, when I talk to the guys in the field, refer to what I do as being a mechanic. So you bring my, you bring your bike, you know, you understand that usually I, I, I teach people that never went to school or so it needs to be very, there is no pen and paper. There is a, a stick and the sand yeah. on the ground. And this is uh, not stressful for them because that's how they, they function. Yeah. But if I bring, you know, slideshows and all, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I explain, okay, I'm a mechanic. You have your broken bike, you bring it to me. Or you had an accident, I'm a surgeon, you know. And so yeah. um, I, I go to work to the hospital, but you don't really want to, you know, doctors don't really want to bring their family to the hospital. That's not where you go in holiday. You know? Yeah. This is how I look at it. <laughs> I mean, not all the places I went are uh, as difficult as Burkina, obviously. Yeah. Zanzibar is uh, a place where we went in holiday many times with my family, definitely. Yeah, it's a different uh, different climate. Yeah. So what what what's been your like the, the reception of you kind of as a as an outsider coming into these villages with these you know I don't I don't know if they're seen as crazy ideas there but like you know in, in our community you know permaculture is like it's a, it's far out there what's that what's that like what's the response you know from the the villages what what's it like for you how does that it's um, it's very different. Yeah. 
it's very different because uh, there is a lot of different things that come in play. Um, and, and, and this is not a, a, a question of ego or racism or anything, but yeah. uh, it's a reality yeah. um, that because I'm white, yeah. when I come on site, I know more than them. They're yeah. already in their head, right? Yeah. They put me above. Yeah. Um, and so I need to do a lot of work. And usually that translates to physical work with the guys joking in the fields and, you know, with a different language, but still like, you know, interacting in a way where we can just release this yeah. difference that they put, the, the pedestal that they put me on. Yeah. Um, otherwise it's it's very difficult for me to get in contact with them i'm just the, the boss or the you know uh the master or whatever uh they, they want to call me yeah um, because they, they end up doing this yeah. without me asking obviously yeah um but also they they are much more free to recognize a good solution when it's a good solution versus I'm stuck in your system, talking about your, your side of the yeah. screen here. I'm stuck yeah. in my system. It works. I'm, 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 I have a very big issue with the bank uh, owning my life, but I don't really recognize it. So it's okay. And so I cannot see simple, you know, um, simple solutions that can be applied by me and my friends when I teach basic stuff, you know, uh, farm on contour. Yeah. when it clicks boom it, it yeah. that's it this is this is it yeah there is no yeah. more need to go on the internet to figuring out find yeah. out about data and whatever <laughs> it's just yeah you know and and in that way uh, the impact is much more um it's much more how you call that uh it's a it's it's a question of uh a vibe it's it's a it just it makes sense you know you you yeah. do it it makes sense okay let's go you know like it's yeah. not it's not too intellectual and so yeah um well, and yeah. there's there's probably no like you know uh land use bylaws or you know agricultural development you know bureaucracies that you have to go to for you know approvals to do this stuff it's just like you 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 have an idea and you just do it that's uh, oh yeah, this is this is exactly um, you know. I mean, I, I I guess you can understand that I'm I'm a bit more of a free spirit than than yeah. the average folk, <laughs> um, and that's definitely um, you know I I can fly the drone anywhere. I mean, close to airports obviously it doesn't work, but otherwise uh, anywhere. And um, yeah, we can just you know in in the in the project in Burkina Faso. We had this small hill and they the swell had to wrap around because it was just like super good and 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 the path was going up and down the hill i mean a hill i'm talking it and i'm saying a hill but this is <laughs> this is just a little hump yeah right? <laughs> Flat um and we just explained to the the chief in the village that we had to move the road and um and to the mayor and yeah no problem that's crazy that's so it's just, crazy. It's just like uh, just a conversation like we have a bit longer, maybe because in Africa you need to talk for a long time. But yeah, yeah, um, that's yeah. so interesting. And, that, no, that, and, and it that's... was very interesting to see the 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 regeneration of that super heavily compacted. I mean, when I'm saying a road, this is like for a track of the you know uh, um, 
a bike, right? Oh, <laughs> so that's okay, yeah. super compacted. It's yeah. not a road. It's a. It's a. But it's it's in the it's at the mayor's office. You can you can see the maps and you can see the road. Like we moved the road okay. without with just shaking hands. You know. This is, yeah. Uh, wow. But yeah, the regeneration of this piece of land, this little super uh, compacted thing, was very interesting to follow. Yeah. You cannot see it after two years now. You cannot see it. Wow. And so, like, cool. like the, you know, I, I'm sure, like you said, once once they kind of see the benefits of these systems, you know, like they they kind of jump on it. But like, because you're in a desert climate, and you know, you know, you, you only you've only been there for two rainy seasons, like, how was it to like, you know, the like, did they get it right away without actually seeing kind of the the benefits of these systems, like, you know. Because uh, like for 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 a lot of people in our area, it's like no, they they want to see something that's like been there for twenty years, to like oh yeah okay well, now like we've seen that it works now we'll shift. But like it sounds like you've done yeah. some amazing stuff in that's two, what, two seasons. That's what I that's what I'm talking about being stuck in your box because yeah. you don't need twenty years if you can read the landscape and when you're a farmer you can read the landscape. Oh you yeah, can not read the landscape. Maybe not as a farmer, but you can you can definitely read the um, the the evolution of the ecosystem, and yeah. um, and I mean when you are in dry lands and you get more crop. Um, what when I'm talking about uh, this wasn't in in um, talking about uh, working with people and and them following up with the with the solutions that we were implementing. That wasn't in the work that I do with Ecosia, because this is a little bit different. Um, with Ecosia, I am working for this company, yeah. Ometer, and Ometer hires people to work on this. And for now, it's a pilot project on a, on a large scale. So we started to work with tractors and uh, the very first yeoman's plow uh, in, wow. in West Africa. Uh-huh. Um, and the, um uh so those those tools are not uh to scale for the farmers i mean they have some of them just have just a couple of tools to dig and that's it you know yeah. so some of them don't even have animals uh, or plow i'd say they all have animals but not a plow so yeah. um um but previously the very first time i went to burkina um we did some you know uh, collect the the water from the showers into into pits and we planted papayas and okay um yeah i i remember i don't have this uh this picture is a beautiful picture um uh, two years after the first time i went uh, we connect we connected two showers onto a a small strip and then along this we put manure a fairly wide one and we put manure and straw and everything that needs to be yeah put in there that we can find and we planted papayas and the guy when we started the project couldn't buy one papaya at the farmer's market it's just too expensive it's wow. the, you know whatever they wear on them like the broken t-shirt they have that's that's it you know the wow. kids wow they all have big bellies i mean this is we got from there to two years after he told me i have a problem everybody is stealing from me now you know he had, I counted 70 papayas throughout the, the system, that small strip of, you know, wow. just two showers used. And that uh, going from, you know, having 
not capable of buying fruits to having a, a surplus, uh, I mean, it just wow. just makes sense. And some things make sense for the farmers or for the people, but some things don't make sense. And um, this was an example of how come not everybody's doing it. Yeah, you know, I came to the village, and there was the one that I installed were installed, and people were stealing from the guys that had instead of saying, <laughs> "Hey, I got a shower as well." Yeah, let's do it for you know. And so some things work, and some things don't. You know, it's just I don't know. It, maybe it's the, the the approach or something makes it too complicated too far from them to be able to to be able to do it um it's, yeah. It's, yeah that that that's interesting and, and that's that's kind of what i was asking is like is like yeah like like how how long like before you get kind of widespread cultural acceptance of like this is like this is a system that works and 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 like now it's not you know, you going and teaching all these people, it's just like, they're seeing it and kind of it's, it's spreading within the, the culture. Have you started to see examples of that? Um, I know, I know you've, you've only been there for a short time, but um, have you seen kind of the, the, what do you call it, like os- osmosis? Of well, the- in, in the South of Burkina, sorry. No worries, just a bit of delay. Go I, the, the internet was, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Uh, um, in the south of Burkina, I, um, and where I am in in with, um, can you can you hear me now? Yep. Oh, there is yeah. a yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Um, and where where I am working with uh, in, in a, not the north of the country because there is a, a lot of uh, fighting over there, but uh, uh, not too far uh, from the capital. Yeah. Um, there. I can see how guys that are hired to work in the project are starting to be innovative, but not quite yet on their land. And that's the next step is how do we bring in techniques that works for them? And so this time, last night, I just came back now. We were doing gabions and and one rock dam and things like this. Um, uh, to end there was a, a, a small course on it um, to explain how simple it is and how you need to think when you deal with water yeah um, because usually they create more erosion when they when they put rocks um, yeah yeah the logic is to put the most amount of rocks where the water flows so the water goes around <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> If you want to block the water, you put a lot of water, a lot of rocks. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's that's interesting. So but, you're saying um, I would say I would. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. To to answer your question, um, I have been working also. One of the way that I really learned what I wanted to do, like um, how to apply that dream of mine of of you know doing my permaculture. Um, um, dream of mine of like working aid work traveling complicated situations how how am i going to make that a job how am i going to be not only making that a job meaning i get money but also like how am i going to be able to do that as a you know technically and physically i learned a lot um through going to east africa with seven raven um, it's a, a farm, um, yep. Michael Nichols, yep. in, um, on Salt Spring Island. Yes. 
they were, I don't know if they do still a, a PDC and then a part of this PDC uh, at, at the end, they would be doing uh, a month of, yeah, a month in, in East Africa building PPI, so Practical Permaculture Institute. Okay. And uh, there I, I went to, with them, I went to uh, Kenya and Uganda and then Zanzibar. PPIZ, Practical Permaculture Institute of Zanzibar. And yeah. this, through these things, I think people can be empowered because you can, I, as a, a foreigner, can find the few people around me that are gathering that I can see because the way they work, because the way they, they talk to me, I can see that if I help them set up a system, they will be able to keep it in place and, and do something with it. But I think the mass population will not learn from me, but learn from them. Yes. And so those PPIs, uh, institutes, um, are great because they're, they're teaching um, local people, they're teaching teachers, and the teachers yeah. go back to their school. They, they're, they're doing a lot of, 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 of local teaching by locals. And yeah. so um, that is that is wow. yeah wildfire. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. And so, do, do you think like what, what are the some of the factors that are um, you know kind of? Uh, I mean, I guess I guess it, I'm sure there's there's probably some some like some dis- distrust of you know you know you know foreigners coming in and telling people how to do like you know what to do on their land and so it's better to kind of find like you said those those kind of key individuals that are you know leaders in the community that are really excited so that they can then educate their community and and have it spread that way but like has there has there been any other um yeah i guess like 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 factors that you found have either slowed kind of the 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 spread of information or have helped speed it up apart from finding those local uh, local leaders definitely in the way i bring it i i used to be um very enthusiastic about permaculture and all the different techniques and all the things that you can plug into thing and then and then you can do and if you do that when i when i see um you walking through the land and explaining how you can move the swivel pipe and then it goes into a hose and then now you can yeah. you know uh, spread it onto the pasture yeah that is the way i'm i'm thinking yeah you don't apply this in in interesting you know, aid work it just doesn't it's too technical Okay. Nobody's going to be thinking, oh, it's raining. I need to put my swivel pipe down. It's be like raining while I'm staying inside, you know. Really? Interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. And so where I, at my level, the, the, the spreading of information works on me and at any level, obviously, but uh, um, 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 only if it works. You know, if you have a system that works, that yeah. where you can feed your family, where you can you can produce, where it makes a difference, then it makes sense. Yeah. And the way where I need to be careful on how I deliver this message is not to overcomplicate things. Yes. But really, and I need to fight myself with this, is making it super simple, yeah. making it the the the, the most uh, hands-free and the longest lasting as possible so i i overdo the the protection with the rocks on on uh spillways or i i overplant i because there is going to be 
something behind that's going to make it maybe not so good. Yeah. And I need to plan for that in, in, the, in the management as well, because we, we're talking about the 100-year flood or the whatever. Well, yes, this, but also the potentially overgrazing of something we planted or, you know, there is, there is, you need to take in consideration, I need to take in consideration that people will not be looking at it the way I do when I implement it. Yeah. Because of the technical level and, and just the cultural aspects. Yeah. Things are different. Yeah. Well, and like, like you said, it's, it's like when you're, if you're in a situation where you're, you're, you're worried about kind of like where your next meal is going to come from, or you're like in a, in a subsist in a subsistence mindset. Um, I, that totally makes sense where it would be hard to kind of, you know, think about all these other, other systems. And, and I mean, even, even I, I, I also, uh, you know, with, with my clients here in, in, you know, the first world in, in Canada, I also have to fight myself because I, I want to make things, you know, get, get as many kind of connections and, and functions out of the system as possible, but you're right. You, you, you have to, I, I can see that it's, it's better. It's better to start, you know, simple and, and get it effective. And you can mention that, you know, it's like, Oh, by the way, here's, here's something else, but it's like, yeah, you, you got to meet people where they're at. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, and for me, uh, there's not only, you know, um, uh, I, I, I don't know what's in your head, but I, I know that for you, it's less of a, it, it should be less of an effort to be able to know who are your, you know, your, your neighbors, basically, where they at in terms of information. I go to a village, like I, I go to Burundi. I never been to Burundi. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to find out how many, how much of the population needs, knows how to read and write. How much of the population went to school? Yeah. How much experience of farming? They have tons yeah. of experience, but what kind of experience they have? Like, I need to figure this all this while I'm looking at the land, yeah. while I'm figuring out, okay, this needs to be done, this needs to be done. And then also, and this is a, uh, a uh, I think one of also uh, with the traveling and the, um, the, 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 the the fact that I've got no time to do all that because <laughs> I've got three weeks, so I've got a month. Wow! Uh, it's you know I used to when I was in France, I used to do decoration for festivals, uh, music festivals, and others. And the festival is going to start, so you got to finish when it's you know there is there is a so if you need to not work or not not sleep for the next three nights because the festival starts, you got to do it, and that's the same kind of spirit. And that helps me to create a lot, but it comes completely in opposite with the style of like, okay, now we've got nine months of drought. So, uh, uh, well, it's it's if I if I do it properly, it's a good help, but it can become. Uh, complicated as well yeah because the lifestyle it, everything is different very different yeah I, i'm just I'm like um, i'm trying to i i've i've never done anything like that so it's it's uh it's like a totally other world and i can't imagine how um 
and there's a, there's a whole other level of like like you said you're going into a situation where it's a totally different culture um you know there's like you know what we they're speaking a different language all that stuff and and having to figure out all of the kind of ecological stuff as well and so like have the um, that's the easy bit the, the, that's i know the easy the, bit. Yeah. honestly that's the yeah. easy one <laughs> and, and that's what i've that's what i've found too is is like i've actually spent um like I got into this because I was really excited about, you know, growing things and, and, you know, animal systems and plants. And, but <laughs> I've started to realize that that's not the weak link. And for the last like four or five years, um, like I haven't, I haven't read, uh, read like an agricultural book or a, like watched any agricultural videos for like three or four years. Everything I watch is like philosophy, psychology, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. communication. Yeah. It's like, that's the weak link. Uh, and I, I can't exactly. imagine. I can't imagine what it's like not even be able to speak the language and and having that culture. Mm. Having having someone that translates for you that never heard about permaculture and you're trying to talk about <laughs> mycelium and wow, you know, it's a, yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a travel in a a lot of different levels. Yeah, well, it's I'm, it's I'm, I'm traveling a lot <laughs> yeah it, it's but it sounds like you you like the the challenge and but it's also yeah. also sounds like you're seeing um like you're seeing results from from the work that you're doing and and the benefits and i'm sure that's um yeah i mean you know uh in in in, in uh, sorry in zanzibar i had um with uh, brendan bauer from salt spring also i don't know if you if you know him um I, i'm not um, familiar with I, him. Uh, yeah, I uh, re redesigned um, two portion of uh, three acres. It was two times three acres with two okay. different uh, corners, and we transformed this into a fruits and and spice um, uh, farm. Yeah, with a little way to go around and a small place where you could a small restaurants and a shop and farms and. Um, because in this place of Zanzibar, there's a lot of uh, uh, spice tours. That's what okay, tourists yeah. go for. Yeah, and um, and now, I mean, this this place was one of them was completely barren. I mean, few trees, but really, like the cows were overgrazing it, and yeah. the other one had forty something. Forty. I, I went with a drone. I think it was forty-four uh, meters high. Uh, coconuts on the grid wow. and that's it that's wow. that's yeah and we had to come and put swells in there and and now i'm seeing um Songhe, so it's part of a um, Songhe farm in in zanzibar i see that on on instagram on facebook and i see that she's harvesting the owner is harvesting regularly and and i mean this this is awesome to see the diversity growing and, and the fact that it's being used and how it's been transformed from what we've done to what she's doing. She added yeah. goats and I mean, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's awesome to see the, especially the, the wet tropics because it goes very fast in volume. Yeah. Um, the, the, dry the dry tropics or the dry land. Um, you gotta be there at the right time to see the difference because uh, I mean, no, it's not true. When you have a fence, uh, then it stays up uh, compared to having yeah. a, uh, the moors going all over every day, ev over everything until it's completely dead. 
that yeah. being camels and donkeys and goats and sheep and yeah. cows. Yeah. Uh, um, so I, the I, I know you put together a uh, kind of little little uh, folder of some of the f- uh, photos of some of the projects you've been working on. Uh, it'd be awesome if you could share your screen and yeah. just kind of go through some of those uh, those highlights for folks. And um, sure, yeah. So the, I I know for for some people they're going to be listening to this on on podcast. Um, the there is there is a, a video recording of this that's available on my YouTube channel. The link it will be below in the description box, so you can go and and uh, look at some of these. But we'll we will kind of describe them as we're going through. I I had a I know you sent it to me beforehand, and there's a couple of just amazing before and after shots, and um, it's it's really incredible to see see that. I I can't. Uh, Let's uh, get onto this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure if yeah you can you can see them because yeah, it's, uh, it's... it seems like the internet is a little bit uh, yeah. So well, first picture here. Um, this uh, this is the land here that we are. Um, uh, I was just talking about the three times three acres. So yeah. You can see there is one here, and then it's cut here, and then that's all coconuts. Yeah. And so those are the two pieces of land, and we turn this into this property here wow uh, you can see all the coconuts holy um, cow that's yeah. the same is and are, are those taken at the same time of year like was is one like kind of like a year i after? couldn't tell you for that that's two years after wow that's two years after that's yeah. unbelievable yeah. same same picture here um i don't know if you can see. yeah oh, I move this around. yeah um yeah so you can see the swells here um wow. yeah, full yeah. Of bananas it's difficult to see from above but i mean this is like there is so much diversity there's um she started with uh we can see them here a little bit everywhere there's um, um papayas on the mound yeah and uh yeah a lot of things there is i think five swells in there the coconuts that we took down because um, there is a movie on my youtube channel um I will uh, give you the link. Sure. Um, um, the, the coconuts, we, we put down the coconuts with the uh, excavator. Uh, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, we used the wood to, to build all the, the uh, everything that is out of wood in the, in the farm here. Uh, oh, cool. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, what else? This is a... Uh, this is a before picture. So we are, this is another farm in, sorry, in, in um, Zanzibar. Yeah. Uh, where you can see the sticks here. The sticks here are the, um, um, yeah. where the swell is going to go. And this is basically the after picture. Um, this is not finished. We still have a very uh, uh, too steep uh, swell here. And this yeah. would be the, the, the finished picture. I don't know if you need me to open them. No, that, that's um, that's yeah. that's pretty good. I, I know you've got a lot of a lot of photos. Um, yeah, so that- this this picture this picture here was an interesting thing because we made this uh, coconut circle, which I believe was the the first one in in, in Zanzibar. Okay, uh, I think they are seven meters across, and yeah. uh, we put around ten to eleven coconuts around the circle and bananas and taros inside. Yeah, um, yeah, green gram on the berms. It was. Um, this is how it looks like when it's uh, nearly finished. The, the guys are still adjusting the, 
the uh, the slope of the, the back slope the yeah. here. Yeah. Wow. And so, like, how how uh, oft how often in a, in a rainy season will that swale fill? Oh, this one. There is uh, first of all in Zanzibar. There is two rainy season: a short one and a long one. Okay. And um, I'd say uh, in in a very um, what do you call that uh, intense part of the the rainy season. Yeah. Uh, it fills up every day or every second day wow yeah. yeah but over there we have a lot of um um coral um and and a lot of rocks um in throughout and so it infiltrates very quickly so mm. we need to put a lot of carbon on the, in the soil here to make it a bit more spongious okay because it just disappears it's a it's a sandy loam mm. and uh, there is not a lot of soil so it just disappears yeah very yeah. quickly like uh Burkina Faso where um yeah this is what uh, this picture here is what we started with this is this is the project at the beginning um it's, that's that's about as desert as you can get my goodness yeah you know what um not the, just this time i i was playing with my computer and then there is always you know a, a bunch of kids coming around me when i'm working on the computer especially when there is images and stuff like this yeah. in the village um uh, just uh there is no running water there is no uh, i mean there is few solar panels for for radios or whatever but i mean it's really like you know when i project stuff on the wall most of the people never saw a movie or you know um wow. so it's kind of a the attraction and everybody's coming and so i started to play like stuff that i had on my computer and that was like movies from the very beginning and when I saw that, I was like, dude, where are we coming from? This is crazy. The difference in two years is, yeah. um, even for me that is doing this, I am amazed. Now, you know, from this site here, yeah. when right now, this is exactly uh, maybe, you know, yeah, a few, a couple of weeks uh, difference, but this is exactly the same time of the year. Yeah. Now, when we come on this site, there is birds that are flying away, like... <laughs> No because way! There's so much vegetation, and and so much more life in general. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's crazy. That's crazy. that's insane. So, so this is yeah, this is this is what we're talking about. Um, fairly. Uh, wow. So very, how 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 big of an area was this? Uh, like with all the water harvesting earthworks and stuff that you put in, on this project. So the this site is. Um, um 40 hectares okay um and it shrank a little bit as uh things were established so we now have 20 hectares of agroforestry and 16 hectares or so 36 16 hectares of um of uh grazing that we oh, want wow. to practice with yeah and so and so how how much do you know what the total cost for you know like the earthworks and um you know tree no. planting and stuff like what no, I, I couldn't tell you. Sorry, no, no. no. I spent. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't look at. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's not true. But um, no, I, I I don't know the total cost. No. no. Uh, this is uh, after the first um, the first. Uh, 
after the first rainy season, the swell, yeah. all the swells and the, the vegetation that's starting to, oh, sorry, no, no, this is this year, this year. This okay. Year. Um, this is after two rainy seasons. So we can see the vegetation that's coming. It's difficult to see from, from above like this and the conditions were not good. It was really windy and there's a ton of dust in the sky. So it was difficult for me to do good pictures, aerial pictures. Yeah. Um, but you can see all the tree plantings and um, yeah, yeah, you can this see is, all that. This is the same site and uh, this is the same area. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we started with this. Um, laser level needed. We can't go with the A frame there because it's uh, as much as I, I love to help people to get into it with simple tools. Uh, I'm also the uh, romance crusher. And, uh, you know, this is or not the romance, but the romantic <laughs> crusher. It's, yeah. uh, it may sound very cool and very, oh, wow, what are you doing? It's really nice. You know, how do I get to do that? And you get to do that because you want to get up and sweat and, and, listen and, and yeah, do yeah. something that seems impossible for everybody. Yeah. And in your head, you know, you can see the forest and you work towards it. And yeah. uh, this takes uh specific tools um yeah no i i can't really, imagine laying out i mean the, one the, some of those swales must be over a kilometer long yeah overall there is three kilometers yeah yeah you i can't imagine doing that <laughs> one meter at a time with with, with an a-frame with this oh yeah no it's just yeah. not and, and <laughs> no, just, to I'm, to match uh some of the swales have uh, two overflows and so they are uh, very far apart so we yeah. need to even with the laser level we need to take two intermediate points to in order to to get to the to yeah. the overflow on the other yeah. side so turning points yeah I definitely need to um there is no need to turn there's just need to go very far <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing to turn around uh, but yeah this is this is the tractor we're using um very difficult again the conditions um uh, it took because the tractor was coming directly from Europe and uh, wasn't uh, really well prepared. Um, you can see here we started, there is no teeth on the bucket. Um, it, yeah. it, it was very complicated. Um, and it's difficult. It's, it's difficult to understand. I feel bad every time I say how long jobs take because in Canada, you have an idea of like, okay, this is going to take 25 minutes. And then yeah. after that, I can do something that's going to an hour and 15. And uh, this took six weeks because wow. there's day off, there's people dying. So we can't work because, wow. you know, this is not, you, you, there, there is most yeah. like half the time the, the tractor was broken. Yeah. Um, I that's... much later on, not too long ago, I've done a, um, a earthwork course with uh, um, Spicer. Yeah, David Spicer. Yeah. yeah. David, yeah, Spicer. And uh, I showed him the plan and everything. And I said, okay, if you had the machine you wanted, how long would it take? And he said, ah, oh, seven days. Oh, yeah. I, so, that's crazy. I know. Yes, like, but I, you I, never have the machine you want and you never have the condition <laughs> you want. You only have frustration building. So, how do you manage with this? Is what I do. Totally. <laughs> <for work. laughs> I, yeah. I, we, the, the fastest I've ever dug a swale with a, I had a, just did one here last winter. It was a 30 ton machine with like yeah. a six oh, foot man. blade. Wish... We, we were, we did a, a hundred meters an hour. 
<laughs> and these were okay, these, stop like, enough <laughs> <laughs> but I, I i i can't imagine like i've tried digging them with tractors and like even in like if you even if you had a good track like it's difficult to do and to make everything consistent like it's yeah um, yeah it's it's, that's, uh, it's that's very crazy. difficult but the good thing is that um well, first of all the water is going to level everything you know the bottom yeah. of the swell yeah. doesn't need to be uh flat um that's that's okay uh the top is more important uh the overflows are definitely but when you look at this picture above here i don't know if i need to move this window here yeah uh when you look at this picture here or this yeah. picture here you know if yeah, you're not consistent with your swell what's going to happen you still kind of remedy the situation right? <laughs> so yeah. There is there is very there is a lot of difficulties in what I do, but also every time I do one hole, that's more water going in. Yeah. Right. So obviously it needs to be done properly, but we're going from so far in a yeah. degradation world that yeah. any little bit will help. So yeah. you can screw up a little bit. You know, you don't need to be as perfect as what you are on your thing this but i'm 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 pretty difficult with and needs to be perfect so yeah. I, I we need to do a lot of hand labor after to to finish off the uh, the work yeah but those are pictures of uh, to show folks on how much erosion there is you know sometimes it's like 70 centimeters right? yeah. the 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 seed was here and and the trunk grew here and the root system went down here so the root yeah. the, the seed was planted here around here and from the top of the finger to the ground here that's what we lost right yeah. it's it's a crazy amount of of erosion that's, that there is because there is absolutely nothing stopping yeah water and then wind for the rest of the, yeah. the year yeah and so how how old would that tree be mm, i i couldn't tell you because it's very difficult to say because um, they're usually not in good condition like you can see here yeah uh, when uh, most of your um, nutrients gathering uh, system is exposed to 40 degrees uh, you don't grow fast no. so it's very difficult to say how long how old those yeah. trees are but i mean if, even if that tree was 100 years old like that's a crazy amount of erosion like, yeah, no, this is not this is not hundred years old. No, no, no. because one hundred years old. I mean, it, it, one thing that I didn't mention is that this land here, forty years ago, was a forest. Wow. Mm. I mean, maybe a forest on its way out, but there are still a lot of trees. Uh, the guys that I'm working with on the field, they're thirty-ish years old, yeah. right? they can tell me when they're young so when you're nine seven nine ten um you don't go to school you have a big bull and you go and bring him to grass and he's this they, they all tell me that they were coming on that small hill um uh, or flat hill um to feed their their animals on the last patches of land when they were kids wow so, so um, what degradation what happened? happens very quickly what what happened there like what with the... there was uh some years in the 70s where there was a drought few okay. years of drought uh, yeah um and, and um more population more cutting the wood because everybody uh everybody every day a few times a day 
cooks on on with wood yeah that's, that's the way it is uh and mm -hmm. and nobody plants trees so there's wow. definitely a problem and uh massive overgrazing uh as soon as the the what do you call that the the growth uh not the the growing season is finished mm -hmm. um they just let the animals go and animals needs to to find their own food oh, okay so everything is being um well everything is like this wow. the whole the whole entire country is like that yeah wow so how much um, water how much water would they get in their rainy season on average um i don't have the number here but uh, i think it's 280 or something like this it's it's a it's a lot of water and that's one of the reasons for the degradation it's it's uh it's there's a massive amount of water there is no potentially there is no um water issues yeah there's just a, a water holding issue yeah. there's so no infiltration is is that millimeters or centimeters yeah yeah it's, it's millimeters no it's it's two yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so just just under twelve inches, just under. A yeah, there is, there is, there is, uh, there is more. Um, uh, I'm confused with the numbers. Sorry. Um, there is uh, I, when I was I was living in Kelowna for a while in BC. Yeah. Um, and I remember uh, looking at the differences between Burkina and Kelowna, and uh, and at the. Um, vegetation we had in either either place and yeah. um there is more rain falling in burkina than yes. in Kelowna. yeah yeah that's crazy yeah like our our average rainfall on our farm is about 280 millimeters or, or about about 12 yeah. inches so it's it's, it's yeah. uh similar yeah. yeah yeah but it's just like they're they're so much closer to the equator and they have more evaporation and and, and, and wow, the evaporation. Imagine, look at the pictures that I have on the screen right now. And when water falls here, even if it goes onto the swell, which is uh, here, yeah. um, what's going to stop it from going back to the sky? Nothing, yeah. you know, especially that this soil is clay um, in, in a lot of parts. So, infiltration is very slow. So, we need to plant a lot of stuff to wow. make sure this clay is getting. Um, so this is a little picture of what I see when I come out um, yeah. of where I live yeah. uh, when I'm in a village. So, you know, to, it's, uh, it's a nice postcard to go and work there and it's way less romantic. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't have any issues. Obviously, I do it. There's no, um, I do it with pleasure, yeah. right? But it's definitely, definitely not for everybody. Yeah. If you leave your door open at night, you got a donkey coming in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we can see some um, some other work. It's the uh, the top swell here. Yeah. Starting. This is going to become the pond after. Uh, yeah. There's a pond, um, and so yeah, this is this is the extent because. The, the work of uh, the, the partnership with uh, for Ometer um, in Burkina, and this is the case here, is in, um, uh, the, the, in the partnership, the villagers need to come with 250 hectares of degraded land, which they don't use anymore. 
And then uh, Ometer is coming with other things like helping them to plant trees and all this. And there is there is a partnership for 25 years and not uh, NGO over one year taking pictures and wow. going away. Uh, 20, this is why it's very interesting. 25 year commitment. 25 years. Wow. Out of, out of this uh, 250 hectares um, over the 25 years, half of it, like everything is being restored and half of it goes to the village and half of it goes to the company. And this is what we're practicing also from that pilot project is uh, um, how we can make money at regenerating uh, the the lands and one of the okay. ways they want to go is producing oil but producing so oil. therefore we are on very degraded land uh, like nobody wants this land in yeah. the, even in the village um, when we have very high aerial uh, pictures in uh in a, at the beginning in the wet season everything is green around and where we are working it's still looking like this. I mean, the, <laughs> yeah. the trees have, have leaves, but um, there is yeah. very little vegetation growing on that. Heavily compacted. Um, I have few few uh, movies on the project on my YouTube channel uh, where I take the soil and, and really it's gravel and dust. There is, yeah. you, you can't call that soil. No. But I do. <laughs> uh, here is... Um, the, the, the pond, the future pond with the pond wall mm -hmm. and the first whale, uh, first whale. Um, and this is, well, that's not a, a before and after because uh, I hate when people do that, giving you, uh, in dry land, it's very easy to make you look, you, your work look good. You take a picture at, uh, right before the, the rainy season and then right at the end of the rainy season, it's like, oh, oh. yeah. but no, yeah. let's be realistic. Um, this one is uh, obviously during the rainy season. Um, and this is after the, the second, um, or let's say close to the end of the second uh, rainy season. Wow. And most and then, of the green that you see here, uh, yeah. maybe I can, I can click on it. Most of the green that you see here, most of the, like, I mean, it's difficult to see that um, everything is so much better, but you can see all the lines here everywhere. Right? Yes. On the picture, oh, yeah. you can see all the lines here. Everything has been, uh, um, the, the whole entire site have been uh, ripped with the Yoman soiling contour following the uh, wow, the, the swell lines, yeah. Amazing. That made such an impact. So yeah. now we can see these pictures Holy. of, you know, um, becoming greener. But you can still see how, you know, I mean, this is after two years of, ripping the ground and really like deep rip uh, allowing for a lot of infiltration you can see that how it's not good compared to this area here this area here that is farmed right we're really on on severely degraded land yet we can come up with yeah yeah very green stuff yeah um yeah i don't know if um i had added this movie i don't know uh, if you want me to play it i don't know if it would work um it's a it's a, it's a good place to see um yeah. how it was and yeah it, uh, we can give it a yeah. shot the, the video has been pretty good let's see uh 
Uh, oh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, maybe not. It's a little bit slow on my end. <laughs> so, oh, here. There we go. And this video is it's available on like, you. You have it on your Instagram as well, or your YouTube channel. I think I put it on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll have all those links in the in the description if folks want to check it out. Yeah, the, the image is fairly poor, right? I don't know. Wow, yeah, you can see that. And so the you- The volume here is, this is only this area ripped. The, it's yeah, crazy. The stuff above slope, yeah. Wow. So how many how many times have you subsoiled that area in the last two years? Twice. Wow. Once nice. every once before every uh, rainy season. Rainy season. Wow. Yeah. And how how deep are you going? Uh, as far yeah. as we can. <laughs> There's so much rock that it's uh, we need we had to reduce the amount of uh, teeth we put on this on the on the plow because it's. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the plow would stay up all the time uh, because there was a, a rock underneath a, a, a teeth all the time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we, we went down to four teeth and uh, setting it at the first year, I think it was 20 or 15 centimeters, something like this, something not yeah. really, um, uh, you wish you could do 40. Uh, and the pins were, the shear pins were, were busting regularly. Yeah. Um, even after I explained to the guy that he had to drive slowly, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and um, and then and then this year uh, it went much faster. Um, pretty much no pins were broken. Really, uh, big difference. Yeah, interesting. And the and the um, because it's not as um, like there is rocks, but there is rocks in. Very, very compacted land. So when you come behind the rock, you need to push all the dirt also. When yeah. usually you don't have all these, if you need to just push the rock, it's it's going to go somewhere because it can move. Yeah. But when it's not compacted, uh, when it's compacted, it doesn't go anywhere. So boom, it yeah, it breaks. Yeah. No, um, we, what uh, an impact! What I, an impact! We we bought an agro plow, which is like a it's kind of a, a, a cheaper version of a yeoman's plow a couple yeah. of years ago, and and we have pretty rocky soils here. Um, and we blew a lot of shear pins, but I'm surprised. What size? How many horsepower is that tractor? It looks like it's like a over a hundred horse. Hey. Yeah, it's I don't remember, but it's a very. This is the tractors that they use to pull the plow. Um, and I realized I didn't I didn't put any pictures of uh, what uh, Ometer is doing. This big. Uh, um plow to make the half moons okay yeah 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 this is a very very heavy tractor yeah yeah and very old coming from europe because everything that has any kind of new technology doesn't work no because it just fries it's uh when they go in the sahel in the north of burkina it's it's plus 40 very easily or plus 45 very easily <laughs> Just melts you know, when they work at 47 degrees and it's just, it, yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Uh, one of the very simple thing that I'm teaching is, you know, just put the rocks in the right way and boom, vegetation grows. Um, yeah. On this picture, you can see, this is the, uh, the swell 
now it's been changed that uh, that's the swell top swell going into the pond and so we need to slow it down and yeah, um, yeah. this is what i i was telling you about the um you know uh, there's often no no pen and paper we just use um sticks rocks fingers whatever in the dust and everybody can relate to because this is what they do when i would be talking to you i take a notepad and then you know yeah. i go on the internet and, and and then we can relate yeah you, you can't do that over there to really um make people feel comfortable yeah you know uh, I, I don't want to be teaching in a way where people are already like oh, okay I'm, I'm gonna have to you know i'm uh, I, i'm gonna have to make an effort to understand i need to be down to and it's not a question of up and down but yeah down on the earth uh yeah to a, a comfortable thing and then you know and then they can go down and and put their fingers and do things and put rocks and and stuff when if i have a pen and a paper nobody takes my pen that's interesting all the time interesting yeah. yeah um yeah and so some of the latest uh watering system we watering some some crops uh, so there is a lot of moringa around 2000 morangas planting on the, the drip irrigation is being installed and yeah. this this row here is a uh, and this one here is uh, a mix of uh, neem every six meters and jatropha in between which are also uh, oil producing but for biodiesel so okay. we're trying you know the idea is pilot projects trying different species and you know yeah um this this picture here is the la latest work i've done doing a terrace around the pond so we used we you know there is there's nothing we can do if you dig you got dirt so what do you do with the dirt it's so flat <laughs> uh so so we made a, a um uh like a uh, a belt around the pond so before we can stop the water we can make this flat and 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 grow um mainly they're going to be growing uh, grasses for the seeds because they need thousands and thousands of kilograms of seeds to spread throughout the whole mm. uh, project that they have and so it's it's uh, if we can do seed production it's also something very much reducing costs that they have yeah and it's also stopping uh, sediment from from going into the pond yeah interesting um these guys here, Senalata, uh, Senalata, uh, was planted by seed wow. two seasons ago. Wow! This is amazing. It's this like it's over six. Uh, this, oh. this is, oh, this is on the berm, eh? It's on the berm of the swell, so it's oh, like okay. the prime prime stuff. But it's um, it's definitely at least when i walk on the berm it's definitely at least five foot um being okay. in canada i know what this means <laughs> so i'm not <laughs> uh, um, yeah and and yeah so when you give a chance to nature to regenerate boom it's happening yeah. like yeah um, very quickly so this is one thing that the feel good thing about dry land is as soon as you do something you have an impact if you remove the uh, lawnmowers. Yeah, yeah, the, the animals. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, yes, most whales, um, this super happy to see all this volume here. This is, I mean, it may not look like much, but remember this, all these three pictures here, we're looking like, yeah, that just like totally nothing. Like this, right? Totally like, yeah. like absolutely nothing at all. So yeah. it, it's a crazy amount of, and this is now, eh? this is, this is the, um, the biomass that is now after um, the end of the season is um, September, October, November, December, January, February, March. Yeah, we're nearly at the end of the one thing that was incredible. I'm sorry, I'm 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 big, getting very excited here. We uh, we had um, like you can see on the picture here, we had the students going through the sites, and I was talking about regenerative practices and things, and to see things growing now, green and growing after so many months of dry land of of, of uh, um, dry time, yeah, was already a mind blowing. And then we got to a place where there was some deeper rips from uh, the yeoman's plow. Yeah. And we planted beans, a uh, certain type of bean that grows very far, like five meters long. Wow. Um, and it's very big biomass producing. And um, we found beans in there. It didn't rain, we didn't water, nothing. We found beans in there, completely green, having flowers. Oh man. And it's it's like nearly 40 degrees or it's about to be 40 degrees. I mean, it was already 40 degrees when I was there, but it's going to be over 40 degrees very soon and it's like months of no rain. Wow. So really, as soon as you do something, yeah. So pays off. what is what is like the like the the locals there, like you know, those people that you were you were touring through the site, what's been their response like when they're when they're seeing, you know, the progress in the past 2 years? So the people that were uh, um, coming were partners from other villages because this is becoming a training center as well. Yeah. Okay. And so people from other village come and learn what we're doing. So when they are going to get onto more different uh, diversity in practice, yeah. uh, they'll, they'll know already the information. And, um, and so they're, completely um they don't understand they don't they don't they don't um they don't comprehend how this is possible because this is not something this is something that is you know like you were saying um we do in canada we're already out there well this is completely out there there's nobody doing things like this i mean doing like weird brownie ditches that you know go nowhere and they don't even like drain the water when there is too much i mean this is completely not normal yeah and um so but they get very quickly excited like we we had around this uh sanalata here uh we had everybody wanted to have seeds when we explain how good it is and how it's fixing yeah. atmospheric nitrogen and and the biomass and how uh, how shade is better than than uh, mulch on the ground and and you know i lifted the leaf the, the the branches and on the bottom it's covered in leaves yeah you know? and so they 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 just say i want to do that at my place and they get the seeds <laughs> you know this is this is awesome That's it. this is the the also what i'm um, um 
interested in what we were talking about before is that the the fast response the the i'm not in the box i can you know i see something good i apply it do it yeah right versus versus in north america europe or you know in a lot of places in this world you need to prove me like many times over that what you're doing is good even if i know that i'm not happy with the system i have yeah you need to be reassured it needs to be making sense number wise it needs to yeah over there it's like okay i'm going (laughs) yeah it needs to be csa approved and and you've got to have you know engineered blueprints and all this stuff yeah that's crazy exactly Uh, well and you need to be different you need to be you need to have the coronas to be different than your neighbor and that's a big thing also you know when everybody's farming the same way everybody's wearing jeans how come you're going to be wearing a shirt now this is yeah whoa different (laughs) totally so over there we don't have these problems they don't really if it makes sense it makes sense you know um here, there's a, a picture with a little bit of water in the swell here. Yeah, I can see that. A little bit of water. But we made um, all this vegetation. There was absolutely nothing. Eh? Absolutely nothing. This is all humans plow. It was so much so that they got uh, overtaken by the grass and um, a, a big bunch of the moringa disappeared. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And those are the basins that we built because uh, before the, the, the drip line system, which is being installed now, um, they are watering by hand. So people are employed to, to water every day. And so the, the sites is being done in, in few over four days, I think, or four or five days. Okay. Wow. Um, wow. Um, I mean the we've we've uh, we've blown I can't believe we've been talking for over an hour that's that's crazy man there's uh it's just so exciting to see just I get, I get excited <laughs> uh, no no this and, and I do too it's so it's so excited to um, to see that transformation and and I, I really do encourage folks like if you're not watching the YouTube video to go in and um if you listen to this on podcast check out the videos cuz it's the before and after is is just pretty amazing um, so like little for you is like, what, um, uh, just kind of like wrapping up, like what, what are your, uh, what are your hopes kind of for the future? What's, what's coming up next for, for you and, and the work that you're doing? What, what's, what's getting you excited? My dreams are something like if I close my eyes, it's something like, you know, very very large uh projects in yemen or something like this you know where it's okay. like the worst you can imagine where people don't want to go this is this is where i'm i'm very yes. excited um we are now talking with ecosia um about doing a seven uh, not quite sure but it's around seven seven hundred hectare uh project in morocco wow. um on on fairly degraded land um uh, water cycle needs to be re-enhanced, I'd say. Um, uh, meaning there's very deep uh, <laughs> erosion channel. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, that, that kind of thing show me that, you know, 700 hectares um, in, in dry land where there is a very uh, um, 
great potential for um, having good machines and and you know it's it's uh, it's not Burkina, no yeah. offense to Burkina, but it's Morocco. Morocco is much more advanced, and so um, this I'm very very excited about this because we can have proper machine going on it and doing you know um, and it, and there is a little bit of uh, topography also <laughs> it's not all flat so it's flat yeah. it's also exciting <laughs> um, so yeah large scale uh, degraded land uh, restoration is is what I'm very uh, um, but you know like going to Burundi this is a very small project but I was interested in this because the ONG uh, NGO sorry in in French in English um, that I'm going to be working with has a very clear um, end states of their projects. So they want to help the locals to be independent. And if it wasn't the case, I wouldn't go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. and that's a, become a training center for regenerative practices. Um, I definitely want to be putting time into that kind of stuff because this is the way we're going to be able to make it. Yeah. Well, just... You just blow me away, Ludo. Um, I, I know Rob. Rob has he 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 told me that I he's he's been trying to get me to get you on the podcast for months now, and I'm I'm glad we could finally get you on. It's it's really inspiring the work that you're doing, and you know I'm I, I'm I'm grateful that there's people like you that that you're excited to go to those places and to do those things because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's that's not this kind of stuff. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, yeah. I I know I know there's that there's that need out there, but like for me it's just it's it's not my um it's not my niche like in my ecosystem you know it's like what where Absolutely. I kind of thrive, but um like the one of the things I you know before, before I let you go the the I've I've heard this several times you know guys like Jeff Lawton and Bill Molson um have said this many times and I I wanted to get kind of your perspective as somebody who's who's actually doing it but the way I've heard it phrased is like permaculture has uh, basically does more work in terms of like aid work than all of the other kind of NGO organizations combined. It's you know something like that where or these these, these not-for-profits. Um, and um, and I, I just want to get your your thoughts on that in terms of like is are you are you saying that there's other permaculture projects, you know, folks like you that are out there kind of boots on the ground doing this kind of stuff? Or it sounds like you are partnering with other NGOs, I guess, it's like what, what has been the, the adoption of, you know, permaculture as a system with relation to aid work? Yeah, um, this is definitely something that needs to be done much more um, because the traditional way of doing aid work is a business, is an NGO. So I make money because you're in poverty. So if I really help you get out of it, I make no more money. So yeah. Uh, um, it's well known and don't get me started on NGOs. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying all NGOs are not good, uh, but the yeah. bigger they are usually and the more, you know, um, business got plan to get and, and big trucks and, and, you know, AC unit they have. Um, yeah. um, but um, the impact that you can have on aid situation with a permaculture mindset is tremendous because you only can go with whatever you have. Yeah. And because the rules, the laws of nature 
and the rules which we the 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 frame of permaculture makes it that you know you will be doing something that has a positive impact and so because it has a positive impact it can be easily repeated because it's done with stuff on site it can be easily repeated by locals and so um i think um we need to go beyond aid work we need to be thinking aid work or we need to do aid work thinking business you know, we yes. need to be making money out of, we need to grow the thing to volumes where we, when you're harvesting, it's not only one tree or it's not only one lemongrass, but you're going to have, you know, 600 meters of lemongrass and then you can have, you know, volume and then now you can get oil or whatever. Yeah. Right? So, um, uh, but yeah, I, I hear, I talk with the guys um, and, and I, I talk with guys that are working throughout the country in Burkina Faso with uh, Ometer and um, all the guys that are coming from uh, the Sahel, which is the northern part of, of Burkina where there is uh, terrorism and very difficult conditions because temperatures and, and no rain and all that. Yeah. Um, they all tell me, it's all anonymous, that they're becoming more lazy because of NGOs, because yeah. they come, they have free money, and yeah. you do nothing. We plan for you. We do no, no, no. We don't. We take the pictures. We go away. Next year we have the same line of of yeah. budget to burn, so we come again. And yeah. so therefore, people on the site uh, and anywhere they get a lot for free, and yeah. they don't get involved. And so it's really beyond not really fixing the problem because it's yeah. not fixing the problem because otherwise I don't have a job anymore. It's yeah. screwing people's uh, abilities to actually work and, and be uh, existing for themselves. It's, yeah. it's very bad, very bad. Yeah. No, it's, it's, you know, it's like they say that- Shouldn't be finishing on a note like this, but I mean, this is <laughs> reality. We, we, need to, we need to change. And we have the capacity to do that in, in, with ethics that makes that we care for these people, we care for the earth, and we're not, you know, putting everything in our pocket because we share the surplus. I yeah. mean, this is, you know. Yeah, oh, it's it, it's so it's so straightforward. But there's, uh, you know, this the um, the reality of kind of the learned helplessness that comes with you know any kind of a welfare type state where. You know, like, like you said, people are coming in and just you know giving everything to to people and and. Um, it creates all these, uh, you know, it, it, it just, it ruins, it ruins their, the local economies and the drive to do anything and it makes them dependent. And then, and then when the aid company runs out of money, then things are really bad because it's like, it goes back to normal. Yeah. 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 It goes back to normal. It goes back to worse, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's, and often people come and they don't, it, it, they don't, um, it, they, they, they the objective of the project is not really consulted with locals. So, oh yeah, in Africa, they need wells. Let's go and do that. No, yeah. they don't need wells, they need water infiltration. <laughs> yeah, I, isn't, that, isn't that funny? Yeah, it's like they got more water than, yeah. 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 I, 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 never, I never thought of that, but I actually, I know, um, I know, I know a couple of people that um, have like volunteered on, you know, like, you know, projects to go and like build wells in Africa. Cause you think, well, you know, it's it's a dry place. Of course, like we that's that's where we get our water from. That's where they should get their water. <laughs> but uh, oh man, it's 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 like that saying. Yes, and, and and definitely in dry land, this is where you need to get. 
yeah, you need to get your, 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 your water from the well. That's not a, that's not a, I'm not discussing this, but how you recharge the well. Yeah. Because otherwise, if your job as an NGO is to dig deeper, what is really your job is to deplenish the aquifer. Yeah. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah, just, just taking right. it deeper. So you're making sure more and more people will need a deeper well until this is empty and nobody has water. That's, that's yeah. just not the way to look at it. No. The way to look at it is to build, you know, in dry land, obviously, swells. Yeah. Kilometers and kilometers of swells and, and reestablishing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ecosystem. Uh, and the, the, I, 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 <laughs> I get pissed off when, uh, <laughs> with this. No, I, I hear you. And, and like one of the, one of Bill Mollison's quotes is coming to my mind is just like, you know, although the uh, problems in the world are increasingly complex, the solutions are embarrassingly simple. And, um, but I mean, it's like, and, 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 and it's, it's really, oh, go ahead. This is really what I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, sorry. It's uh, the, the, the internet. Is <laughs> no worries. Um, this is really what, how I, I, I somewhat feel explaining what I do because it's so simple. What I do, like we were discussed right at the beginning, the, the problem is not, you know, the, how you interact with the ecosystem you know, the problem is elsewhere the fixing the nature is so simple and because i don't have a lot of technical tools because i don't have a lot of it's really basic what i do yeah and so here i come talk to you when you have your drone footage going over your farm with all the different things laid out and all this and this is like i mean i'm 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 playing in a in a sandbox right uh, literally actually <laughs> but uh but it's it's not it's not complicated no, the way I, I see my job, it's not complicated. It just needs to be done. And, and the way it's being done is by crazy mind like mine. Yeah. Cause you need to be able to take it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Well, again, th thank you so much, Luda, for all that you do. Uh, wh where can people yeah. go to find out more about your work? I will uh, send you the, the link. You can uh, post them below, but uh, on Instagram, I try to post on Instagram abundant under, um, what do you call that? The, the, the I don't know you say that in English, the, the line. Abundant on Instagram. If uh, that, oh, okay. I, I think, I think you, you cut out there for a second. Yeah. Can you say that yeah, again? I'll Luda? send you the links. I'll send you this, but definitely when I'm on uh, on um, on the jobs, I try to post when I have internet connection, oh. regular pictures on Instagram. Yeah, uh, this goes to my Facebook, Abundant by Nature uh, on Facebook, and AbundantbyNature.org uh, uh, is the website. Fantastic. Okay, man. Well, I, I wish you all the best. I in the... We, perfect time. Yeah, we, we, the connection is starting to uh, <laughs> die, so it's perfect time to say bye-bye. Yeah, perfect time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we must have used up all the bandwidth in Bali there. <laughs> but yeah, th th thank you so much. Well, for... You know, my job, you got to be flexible, so <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Okay, take care, man. Uh, best of luck in, on uh, all your uh, your next projects. We'll see you around. And you as well. You as well.